If you're anything like me, you probably love learning about all things productivity, planning, and turning those plans into action. So that said, in today's episode, I want to walk you through how I prep for a faith-fueled focused week in my business. Basically, I want to walk you through exactly what I do every single week to remain intentional and faithful in both my life and my business because truthfully, that's part of what it means to embody and steward your role as a faith-fueled CEO well, to be intentional and faithful in your actions on a day-to-day basis. And with the society that we live in, to be fully intentional and faithfully focused in our week, it's really important to take some time and actually prepare for the week ahead. And honestly, that's part of being a good steward, right? And that's not to say that things just always go according to plan. They almost never do. But it is really important to have a framework so you aren't just going into the week without distraction or without intention. And as a tip between me and you, it is really important to consider in your weekly preparation that things aren't going to go according to plan and to prepare for that as well. So all of that to say, in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you my two favorite tools I use to prep for a faith-fueled focused week in my business. And you're also going to learn how I reflect on my prior week with a growth mindset and a sense of gratitude that really helps me prep for the upcoming week. Because the thing is, it's really important that we aren't reflecting on our week with any kind of disappointment. Then from there, you're going to learn my step-by-step process to mapping out my week and staying aligned with God's will. And then you will learn my daily planning routine and how I bring my weekly plan to life and also how I plan for things to not go according to plan. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hey queen, welcome to Call to CEO. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in the same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a thriving, Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. If you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battles spiritually instead of physically, take bold and obedient action on your God-given call to CEO, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you are in the right place. So go ahead and grab your favorite sparkling beverage, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. Okay, so there is just something that you just have to know about me. (laughs) 
I have always loved planners and planning and goal setting and vision casting. That has just always been my thing. Ever since I was in school, like even in elementary school, back when they gave us those little agendas, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but they gave us these like spiral agendas and I just always like loved putting everything in there. So like everything that was due, all the homework assignments, any quizzes, like I just always loved mapping out my day, my goals. Like I just have always loved it. And then as I got older, I just loved, seriously, like loved, you know, going and buying like all the planners and trying them out. I have probably tried out most planners, like at least all the popular ones, okay? Because I just wanted to find what worked best for me. And I just honestly loved experimenting with different methods and productivity tools. And, you know, I just, I've just always loved it, okay? And then on top of that, I would watch YouTube videos of just planner reviews, like, and still to this day, I like watching planner reviews and planner hauls, even though I already have my tried and true planning system that just works for me. I've just always loved it. And, you know, especially once I got into the entrepreneurial space about six years ago, not only did I love the planner space, but I loved the productivity and the time management space. Like I loved learning about different methods and I loved trying them out. I loved trying all the different tools to really learn how to be very efficient and effective and steward my time really well. And so I say all this to say, <laughs> I have tried a lot of different methods. I've used a lot of different planners. I've tried a lot of different tools. And it really comes down to this specific system. This works really, really well for me, at least in this season. And with this particular method, there are two tools that just work really, really, really well for me. And those two tools are the Full Focus Planner from Full Focus Co. And that is my physical planner. And then Google Calendar. <laughs> I know it's very simple, but these two tools together, it's like a match made in heaven. I love it. And honestly, I have been using both of these tools together for a hot minute. You know, if you have listened to any of my podcasts or even just followed me, you know, on social media, this is not the first time I have mentioned these tools. And so the way that I use these tools and the way that I prepare for the week is really broken down into two distinct phases. And the first phase is the weekly preview, while the second phase is day-to-day -day planning. So that being said, let's go ahead and start with the weekly preview. Now with the weekly preview, the very first thing that I do is before I even look at the week coming up, I like to spend time reviewing and reflecting upon the prior week. And what I love about the full focus planner, again, that's my physical planner, is that it has such great prompts to guide me through inside their weekly preview section. 
they actually have a prompt called the after action review, which is basically just listing out the top three to five wins from the last week. But if you're a student of mine in any capacity, you already know that I like to refer to these wins as miracle moments. So that said, I really take time to list out my top three to five miracle moments from the week. And miracle moments are essentially wins, results, or experiences that indicates a confirmation from the Holy Spirit that you're on the right path, you know, that you're on his path. And so I just always like to take the time to really think about how God is showing up in my life. And that is just really important. And I feel like when you take the time to reflect on these miracle moments, this actually helps you embody a state of gratitude. And I know you probably already know just how important embodying a state of gratitude is, but just in case you are going through a really difficult season of entrepreneurship, I want to go ahead and let you know that I did record a podcast episode all about gratitude and really how to embody gratitude during difficult seasons of entrepreneurship. So if you are needing some support around that, then I highly encourage you to tune into episode 45 of the show as soon as you finish this one. Now, that being said, after I sit down and record the miracle moments from the week, I move on to something called the after action review. And so what I do is I take a look at how my week went by journaling through some questions that are in my full focus planner. And some of the questions in my full focus planner are like, you know, how far did I get on my weekly big three? And the weekly big three is essentially the three major goals or intentions that I had for the week. And then another question is, you know, what worked, what didn't, and why? And then what can I continue to change? Basically, what can I stop doing? What can I improve upon or start doing that will essentially change my week for the better. And so once I answer those questions, it's time to actually start looking at the upcoming week. Now, again, this is still part of phase one, but it's basically like a subsection of that, I guess you could say. And this is the weekly preparation section. And so once I have finished reviewing the week prior, What I like to do is I like to spend time in prayer before I plan out the week because the Holy Spirit just always reminds me what is truly important. You know, I ask him to help me keep my eyes on him and his will instead of my own because it's just way, way, way too easy to get distracted with goals and to get distracted with the plans that we create. And even though, you know, these goals and plans aren't necessarily bad, they're not. It's just sometimes we can romanticize these goals and dreams so much that they can become an idol in our lives. And I say that not because I think this is what everyone is doing. I don't think that at all. I just say that because this is what I've done in the past. And I know that if I've done this in the past, other people probably have too. And so I just like to put that out there that setting goals aren't bad and, you know, creating plans aren't bad. They are good, but 
We also just have to make sure that our posture, our heart posture is pure and it's looking towards the Lord and not towards gratification just here on earth. And again, there is nothing wrong with good things being here on earth. That is not what I'm saying. Those things are good and the Lord wants to give to us, but it's when we put these things above him that it becomes a problem. So basically, I just take the time to pray to help keep my eyes on him and for spiritual protection before I plan out and strategize what my week's going to look like and what I'm working on in my business this coming week. And once it's time to actually plan the week, here are the steps that I follow. Uh, There are five, just so you know. So step number one is to determine what habits I want to focus on this week. Now, what's really cool is that the Full Focus Planner actually has something called a streak tracker, and it's essentially a habit tracker inside the weekly preview section of the Full Focus Planner just to help you keep track of your habits. So that's why I like to use. Now, the next thing that I like to do is to brain dump any and all personal action items that need to get done that week. So whether it's grocery shopping, getting my oil changed, like doing laundry, whatever that looks like, or whatever those things are, like I just brain dump that into my personal action item list. And then I will brain dump all professional action items as well. And that's totally separate. So I have two different lists. And then for the fourth thing that I do is I like to pick three intentions for the week. That's right, three. (laughs) You know, even though I just spent time brain dumping all those things, I like to do that to get that out of my brain so that I can actually think about what is the most important, what's the thing that's gonna move the needle forward in both my business and in my life. What, like, what are the things that are actually important? And so that said, just so you know that these three things, they actually correspond with the big three. It's called the weekly big three inside of the full focus planner. And again, they are essentially three action items that just have the priority that week. Does that mean you can't do anything else on your list? No, it just means that those are the priority and that is what you are making sure you need to get done that week. And then number five, the fifth thing that I do is that I then brain dump everything I need to do that week in order to accomplish the weekly big three. Because essentially for me, when it comes to the weekly big three, those are typically larger projects and they involve a lot of smaller tasks that need to get done in order to complete that action item. So basically, once I pick my weekly big three, the three things that I want to tackle and finish and get done that are the priority, I will then brain dump all of the smaller tasks that have to do with those three things. Now, a little note here, if something that I have to get done is like go to the doctor or something like that, that it doesn't involve like a lot of tasks, like, and it's a personal item, I don't typically put that like on my weekly big three, just because I like to keep my weekly big three dedicated more so towards projects that need to be completed. 
Now, once I have brain dumped everything that needs to get done and I've chosen my habit to focus on and my weekly big three, I will then move into the next phase of the planning process, which is day-to-day planning. And what I do is I then pull out my Google Calendar because I use Google Calendar to plan my day in advance, okay? But just like I only have a weekly big three, I like to keep in mind that I only wanna have three focuses each day as well. So basically, all of these smaller tasks that I listed under, you know, the three weekly focuses, because remember, the three weekly focuses are typically projects, and then they all have smaller tasks underneath them. I like to pull those smaller tasks, and I like to make those one of the focuses for the day each week. And in order to really bring you know, my weekly plan to life each week so I can actually get these things done, get my weekly three done, I have to make sure that I assign my to-dos and especially these smaller tasks according to the weekly big three, I like to make sure that I'm assigning these things to the week to a certain day and time in the week. And I use Google Calendar to do this. So I'm essentially time blocking inside Google Calendar. I do not like to time block inside my full focus planner, even though it has the hourly time slots. I will tell you what I do in that section uh, a little bit later, but I like to use Google Calendar to do this. Now, there are five steps that I do in order to truly plan out my week inside of Google Calendar. So first things first, I like to add in all appointments. Now, this looks like calls scheduled. You know, if you have a full-time job, that's an appointment. You know, picking up your kids from school, you know, going to church, you know, meeting a friend for coffee that's already set in stone, doctor's visit. These appointments need to go in your calendar first. Then I like to add in my non-negotiables. So my non-negotiables look like time with Jesus, workouts, you know, my meals like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know, morning, evening routine, time with family, you know, taking my dog for a walk. Like these are non-negotiables in my day-to-day life. And I like to add that in next. So then step three is to add in my business work blocks as a time block. So basically any time that I'm going to work on my business, I am putting that in a time block. Okay, that is step three. Now step four, I will then differentiate what I'm doing in those business work blocks. So what I mean by this is that I have different types of tasks that I do on my business. So for example, I have admin tasks, I have creative tasks, and then I have calls, right? And that's typically, you know, client calls or, you know, coaching calls in any capacity, podcast interviews, that kind of thing. And I really like to color code the different types of work. You know, so I have one for admin, I have one for creative, I have one for CEO time, I have one for, you know, any type of call. And that's how I like to basically help my brain distinguish my schedule. Like I have times set to do admin, I have time set to do creative time, I have time set 
for CEO time and I have time set for calls. So that is how I like to set up my schedule. Now, when I'm planning out what my work blocks are, I really like to take into consideration two things. First thing, I like to take into consideration that my creative juices flow the best in the morning. Okay, so that being said, those creative time blocks, I like to do in the morning. And I do this because it's just, that's just what my brain naturally wants to do. It just naturally wants to get into creative work. It doesn't want to go into admin. It doesn't want to go, you know, into calls. Like I need time to actually be creative. So I actually make sure that I get my creative time in the morning if it is at all possible. And, you know, I also really like to um, have like theme days if I can. So for example, like I have like to have, you know, days that are all devoted to calls, days that are all devoted to being creative, you know, admin days, like that's just what I like to do, but you have to find what works for you. Now, the next thing I take into consideration is that most of the time (laughs) things are not going to go according to plan. So that being said, you know, I might wake up with a migraine one day and not be able to work. You know, there might be a family emergency one day. I might need to take the dog to an emergency vet. There might, you know, just be days that things just take a lot longer than expected. I mean, you never know. So that said, what I like to do is I actually like to use my Fridays, you know, as a catch-up day. So that said, I don't really plan things on Friday anymore because I've learned that typically what I don't get to during the week winds up being done on Friday, right? So Friday, it's my day to catch up on things I didn't I didn't finish. And and guess what? If I finish everything Monday through Thursday, <laughs> then I get Friday off you know, I get to take a day off or I get to, you know, stop like super early on Friday or take a half day. And I just honestly loved doing that because I feel like, like I said, things just don't go according to plan sometimes. And there have just been days where I've just had to take, you know, a day off in the middle of the week because something has happened. So having that Friday, having that buffer day has just been really, really great for me. Oh, and also another little tip for you. I guess this is the third thing you would consider. I know I said two things, but I guess the third thing is that when I am time blocking, I always like to give myself buffer time in between all of my tasks. So basically, I like to give myself at least 15 minutes of buffer time between all of my time blocks. Now, when it comes to calls, it's typically 15 and 30 minutes in between my calls. Um, I just need that downtime just in case, like, you know, let's just say a call goes over a little bit later or, you know, I need to get lunch and I can take the dog for a walk or take him out, you know, like there's just things, right? And so buffer time is needed in between all your tasks. So just you know, remember that. Remember I told you to have a buffer day and to have buffer time in between all your tasks. Now, you know, the fifth thing that I do when it comes to, you know, planning out my week on Google Calendar is that I use something called Google Tasks, 
which is actually located inside of Google Calendar. It's kind of like their to-do list feature. And what I do is I like to input all of the tasks that I want to get done that week into Google Task. And I actually like to drag and drop the action items into the correct time block. Okay. So let's just say, you know, I want to record, you know, episode 70 of this podcast. You know, let's just say I put into Google Task, you know, script episode 70, and then record episode 70, and then edit episode 70, upload episode 70 to the podcast host. Like all these little tasks, you know, can be put into Google Tasks to get things done. And then basically I will drag it to the time block you know, that I want it to be assigned to. And so what's really cool is that when you're looking at your Google Calendar, you will see the task like come up on top of the time block, the task that you were supposed to be doing like during the time blocks, you'll see it just right there. And so I personally love that. And then you can actually just click like mark completed and you when you finish it, it will like strike through um, and you see that like on your calendar. And I just, I just love that. I just love it so much. So um, that is how I basically prep and plan my week. But now like, what do I do on the day to day? You know, and what do I do with like the daily planning pages inside of full focus planner? So basically what I do here is every single morning, I will look at my Google calendar and I will readjust my schedule and my task as needed. Okay. Because again, Things don't always go according to plan, so we need to readjust things. And that is one reason why I really don't like, you know, using a physical planner to like plan out my week just because things, I just, I shift things a lot, you know, <laughs> life happens, okay? So, you know, I like to use Google Calendar just to, you know, shift. It's just easier to shift. Um, so that's what I do every single morning. I look at my schedule, I look at my task and I shift, um, if I need to. Now, since I use Google calendar to plan each day, I like to use the daily planning page in my full focus planner to write out my three focuses for the day, like the day of, and I like to keep track of how much time I spend on each action item in the hourly planning section, okay? So basically they have like an hourly planning section with the times on it and people will typically time block like that. I don't time block there. I like to keep track of my time there and that works really well for me. Then I like to take any notes I have randomly throughout the day on their daily note page. So basically they have this um, daily spread that's like two pages long. The left side is like the daily planning page. The right side is the note page. And I just like to, you know, use that side just to take notes or even just randomly check off daily action items too. Like anything I have throughout the day, any thoughts if I'm in a meeting or something like that, I like to put it there. And then I can just easily find it because... I can't tell you how many, you know, random sticky notes and random, you know, note pages and notepads like I've written on and then lost all my notes. So I just like to have it all together. <laughs> and especially if I know like, you know, a client said something on a particular call that I want to remember, I can go back to my Google calendar. I can be like, oh, like we have this call on this date. Then I can go to my full focus planner, look at the note pages and it be right there. And so it's just really, really, really great. <laughs> Now, all of that to say, I absolutely love 
both of these tools and I highly, highly, highly recommend them. Like I said, I have used so many different planners. I've tried a lot of different systems and this is my favorite, at least in this season. So that said, if you actually wanna try out the full focus planner, which I highly recommend it, it's been my top choice for a couple years now, you know, you can actually use the code HANNAH10 to get 10% off your order. And that is just my name, H-A-N-N-A-H 10. And I'm actually just gonna like drop the link for the full focus planner in the show notes as well. But I highly recommend just give it a shot, try it out. You know, I have a feeling you will absolutely love it. Now, all of that being said, if you loved this episode and you know you were being called to boldly step into and steward your role as a faith-fueled CEO, then I just want to invite you to join us inside of the Called to CEO Collective. The Collective is a community-driven membership for faith-based business owners, creators, dreamers, and leaders who know it's time to take that bold and obedient action on their God-given callings and ultimately steward their roles as faith-fueled CEOs. It's truly a membership that has just been designed and orchestrated by the Holy Spirit, and it's here to help you cultivate a deeper relationship with the Lord to go deeper on topics in faith, life, and business, because honestly, like, it's just time to say goodbye to the overconsumption of all the information and actually sit down and implement. And it's really important to start working from a place of overflow from the Holy Spirit versus overwhelm and stress and just finally overcome the spiritual battles against the enemy that has just been keeping you stuck in your life and business. And my friend, this is the heart and mission behind the collective. And honestly, I have known for a really long time that business owners, creators, and leaders really need a place to process and share about what they're going through in their life and business. And, you know, a safe space just to receive feedback, to receive support and accountability, just all without the high ticket price point. You know, the Lord has just pressed that on my heart for a really long time. And that said, you know, you're probably wondering, is there any coaching involved? Yes, there's coaching involved. You know, not only will you be with other like-minded women, but I will be there to help you grow your business or whatever your God-given call is right now. You can get coached by posting inside of the community or on our live coaching calls that are happening twice a month. So all that to say, if you want to learn all the nitty gritty details, or you're really just feeling that Holy Spirit prompting and want to join us at the current rate, you can do so by heading to www.hannahbrindley.com membership. And I will also put that in the show notes for you. I truly cannot wait to support you inside of the collective. Hey CEO, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a rating and written review of the show. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley. I cannot wait to see you over there. So much love to you.